Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Celebration Church interview podcast. I am Brooklyn Clark, and today I am joined by Caitlin Hickey, who is part of our staff here at the church. First off, uh, just kind of tell us what you do around here at the church and on staff. Yeah, so I kind of do a little bit of everything. I am the office manager, so I deal a lot with answering the phones. I do a lot of um, the budget kind of thing. Um but you also like clean and set up well, for small yes, groups I, and yeah. you help with all of those things. You do scheduling for our young adults yes. and for some Sunday morning things as things are moving forward. Yeah. You do like dream team orientation. You have your hand in a lot of different. Yes. A lot of different groups. areas and, and groups. Yeah. Yeah. Which groups do you serve in? Just young adults, right? Um. Yes. Just Sunday morning adults. is kind of like all hands on deck yes. staff kind of thing. Yeah. So. I guess let's start right at the beginning mm-hmm. and tell us when you started coming to the church and what brought you to Celebration Church. Yeah, so um, backtracking a little bit before I started going to any church, I found myself in a place um, where I was just wanting something different and something more out of life. And so I decided to start going to church. And at the time, um, one of my friends was going to a different church. So I started attending with her and I think I attended there maybe for like a month, month and a half. And then, um, one day she saw something on Instagram about celebration church. So she was like, Hey, maybe we should try this on a Sunday. So that next Sunday we, we came and attended and I never looked back. Awesome. Yeah. And when was that? It was August of 2019. So I've been here for three, just three years, years. like a couple months ago. Yeah. Wow. And obviously that was like pre shutdown and everything. So you got to come for like a couple months before everything (laughs) was shut down, which is crazy. Did you join like young adults and small groups and things like that right away? Did you take you some time to like feel comfortable to serve? Kind of like talk about the transition from like, coming and attending and maybe like was it what you were expecting was it different than kind of what you were expecting or had experienced at other churches um and then the draw to find community like within the church yeah for sure so um so I attended church that Sunday that next Thursday we tried young adults and I was a nervous wreck because I grew up not really going to any churches, so I didn't really know what to expect. So um, I came to Young Adults, and I just attended Young Adults for for the rest of the year. And then whenever actually COVID happened is when I was wanting to start serving. And so it took me a little bit to actually start, like, serving. It, was, it wasn't until we came back from, like, the shutdown and COVID that I actually started serving in Young Adults. And I served in young adults before I started serving anywhere, um, just at like Celebration Church, like on a regular Sunday. Same. So how long after you had started coming to the church, did you feel like it was your home, like you had found a community here? Well, the weird thing is, is as soon as I stepped foot into Celebration Church, it felt like home. Um, I had, I have attended many other churches before, but Celebration was different and I can't really explain it like there wasn't like a specific like event or like person that like was like oh my god like this is why 
you know, I love this Mm -hmm. church and it just feels like home. It just did. You know, I felt like I belonged. I felt like I, um, it was a place that I could get involved and actually grow in. And it just felt different than all the other churches that I had attended. And this was before I like knew anybody. And I knew a few people just from like through my friend, she knew people. And so I kind of followed her lead for a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, just getting used to the environment, I guess, and just getting comfortable. And then I started kind of branching out and, and talking to more people. And so, and then after you had been on the serve team for young adults for a while, um, it had been, how long had you been coming to the church before you were on staff? It was like a year and a couple months. Yeah. So I came like March. Yeah. I came on staff. It was March of 2021. And so I had been coming for like a year and a half. Is that a year and a half? Something like that. Yeah. 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 And then you came on just like part-time kind of just answering phones and whatnot. And then has really just taken a lot more responsibility Mm -hmm. as things have gone on and then after that you were asked to be on young adult leadership so you can kind of talk about like young adult leadership and what that was like to be asked to join that um group because not many people know but that our young adult leadership team is pretty small Mm -hmm. and we don't typically expand very often and so it's kind of just when God really lays it on pastors Keenan and Beth's heart to like have somebody join the team so what was that like to be asked to be on that team and then just talk about maybe leading from a position of just like being part of a team and being in prayer. Yeah. So I, so before I was asked to be on leadership, I think I was asked November of last year. So I've been on leadership for the young adults for a year now. It hasn't even felt like that long. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, but before that I had just been serving and being on staff, I was able to kind of have a hand in everything a little bit more so you know for YA nights or any kind of events we would have for young adults I was just here to be able to help and I never like the thought really never crossed my mind to be like I want to be on leadership Mm -hmm. you know it was just something like from a place of just like having a servant heart of just serving in young adults you know and so um I would just I would just serve and just do what I was asked to do and then whenever they asked me, it was like, I had, like, it never crossed my mind to be like, oh, like, I want to be on leadership, and so, um, when they asked, I was like, wow, that's, like, such an honor for, you know, you to ask me, for you to consider, um, even asking me, because, you know, I hadn't really felt, I guess, up to that point that, like, I was, like, a leader, per se, Mm -hmm. and so it was kind of just, I don't know. It was really awesome, though. Yeah, and so with that, it wasn't like you stepped into a specific role Mm -mm. in the Young Adults Leadership Team, um, which we don't have, like, specific roles within our Young Adult Leadership Team. It's more of just, like, joining a team Mm -hmm. that is intentional about praying for our young adults and planning for our young adults. So if you could just kind of speak into what that mindset is like, because I think most people think that leadership is you have this to-do list, and you have these people that are directly underneath you and all of those things, or you have this department. But what our leadership team really is, is just a team of people who are thinking and believing for the best for our young adults. So maybe yeah. speak into kind of like what that is like. 
for yeah, you? Yeah. So when I was joining, when I joined the leadership um, team and my first meeting, I was honestly really nervous because I was, I was a little intimidated by leadership. Mm-hmm. And I feel like some people can be so intimidated by like the title of leadership, yeah, definitely. you know, and they can think that it's so like just such like a big deal and it is, but we all just have the same, we have the same goals. Yeah. And we all do our part in making those goals successful. Mm-hmm. While you were saying that, I was thinking that I feel like what leadership is, is like it's a huge responsibility, yeah. but it's not a huge weight. Yes. Like a lot of people think that leadership is going to be just like this huge weight on your shoulders and yeah. you're going to feel responsible for everyone all the time. You know, you're right. going to feel responsible for the numbers you're going to feel responsible for whether or not people are being plugged in and feeling valued it's like yeah all of those things we are responsible for Mm -hmm. but you don't feel it because at the heart of what it is to be on leadership it's we're just praying and believing that God's going to do the work within this ministry yeah and that's what's really important and sometimes it is having conversations with serve team members Mm -hmm. or it is leading a small group or it is you know having to in the last minute go on and preach for five minutes because people didn't show up. Right. And sometimes it is those things that it's like, this is a lot. Yeah. But leadership itself is mm-hmm. a huge responsibility, but not a huge weight. Like it's not a huge pressure. Yeah. That's a really good point. And I, but I also feel like it could go like the opposite direction of people think leadership is like the thing to accomplish. Yeah, definitely. And, but we're, we're equals with everyone. Yeah. Leadership is just to help further, the kingdom of God and what we're wanting out of young adults and yeah. to lead, lead people, you know, for, for what we're doing at young mm-hmm. adults. Definitely. So, yeah. If, especially if people have been in Christian culture and church mm-hmm. culture for a long time, they can get really hung up on the idea of being a leader or maybe having leadership previous times. They're like, mm-hmm. well, if I'm going to be in a ministry, like I'm going to be on the leadership team. Yeah. And that's like never the place that you need to be. And that's never the place you're going to be when God's going to call you higher into leadership. Because if you're looking for it, you're not ready for it. Right. And that is just so huge because I genuinely think that no one that we've called up onto our leadership team has ever been just like, hey, I heard y'all have a leadership team. I think I'd be really good at that. Right. And here are all my skills. And it's like, well, that's not really how this goes. Right. Because, like, even myself and Pastor Keenan weren't just, like, looking for leadership. We mm-hmm. started a small group with three or four people, right. and it grew into the young adult ministry that it is now. We weren't just being like, oh, man, like, we need to have all of this influence mm-hmm. and all of this power. And when you're power hungry, you are not ready for leadership. Right. And it's also that thing of, like, if you're trying to prove to us with your words Mm-hmm. that you deserve leadership or that you should be on leadership your heart's not in the right place but you have to show us with your action like yeah, are absolutely. you humble enough to just serve to mm-hmm. not be in some you know big position yeah it's not about the position it's about serving you know absolutely so. yeah can you hold the door open yes. can you stack chairs can you mm-hmm. show up for why nights early, stay late, come the next day and clean up. Like that really shows who's in it, you know? And it's not like you have to prove and you have to work to earn it, but it is Mm -hmm. that thing of like leadership is much more work than it is 
like privilege Mm -hmm. because like you said we're just the same as everyone else like when we're at young adults no one knows that you and I are leadership like no one outside of the serve team people who are coming for their first time if they come up to me and say hey where's the bathroom like why are you asking me I'm a leader like I have better things to deal with yeah like no I'm the same as every other member of our team I'd be like oh let me show you to where the bathroom is you know And which is, I think, a really good thing, because if you were to ask someone who is only on our like Instagram, right, only sees us on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, Mm -hmm. and you say to them, like, pick out the five people that are on the leadership team, they could maybe pick out three because there are pastors. I was about to say. (laughs) You could pick out Pastor Keenan, Pastor Beth, Pastor Mauricio. Most people don't even know that I run the social medias, so I doubt they would even pick me. Right. But they wouldn't know. No, not at all. And I think that that's the thing that we're trying to talk about in this is like you have to be ready in your relationship with God and not Mm -hmm. be thinking that you're all that. Yeah. Because that's a mess. That is a mess. Yeah. And I think that's really cool in how you had come into this, had only been coming to the church for two years when you were called into young adult leadership. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, been at the church for two years, on staff six months. Most people would think, like, as soon as you're on staff, like, oh, well, if you're going to pay them, then you should probably put them on leadership. you're automatically on leadership. But that's not how it works. Right. And so in those two years, never once were you thinking, man, when am I going to be put on some sort of leadership team? Or even when you were asked, you're like, finally, you see that I'm ready for leadership. Yeah. Which is really cool. Yeah. And so I was like, you want me on leadership? Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is just really awesome. And then you were asked to, in that, right after you were brought on to leadership, we had started small groups, not Mm -hmm. long after, in our young adults. I don't remember when we started them. Was it the next, the next winter? We started in August, right? In August? So were you a small group leader before you were on leadership? I want to say I... Yeah. Yeah. So you were barely a small group leader before you were brought on to leadership. Yeah. Yeah. So they had asked you to be a small group leader and you had started one of our two girls small groups Mm -hmm. at Young Adults. So I'd like to maybe hear about some of the things that you have enjoyed about leading a small group and then also being part of a small group. Because when you're leading a small group, you are just you're listening and you're giving right back with everyone else. Right. Yeah. I mean, it kind of goes with the same of like being on leadership doesn't mean you're above them. You're still, you're on the same playing field as them. And so it's been, I mean, when I was asked to lead a small group, I, I didn't feel ready. I didn't feel like equipped. I was like, are you sure you want me to like lead this small group? Like you want me to lead these girls, you know? So it was like, I couldn't, I mean, I don't know. It just made me like really nervous to be a leader, but then I've just really enjoyed seeing like the growth in some of like the girls that have stayed with me like semester after semester Mm -hmm. and just their growth and then them opening up to um, just talking and sharing and then them sharing about how like coming to small group has really like changed them and changed their perspectives and they're able to take like, you know, some of the things that they hear in small group to be able to take that outside of small group and kind of minister to other people. Mm -hmm. So it's just been a really cool 
really cool like learning experience on my end to just and like you said I was a small group leader before I was in any kind of leadership Mm -hmm. so it was new to me so um really just trying to figure out like what kind of leader I am and who like what kind of leader that I want to be but um there's definitely been some learning curves and some growth within leading a small group and what has it done for you personally like being part of that small group as its leader but also just as a member have you felt much change in yourself at all oh for sure um a lot of the girls have a lot of great things to say um I mean there's multiple times where you know I would be open about something like either for my past or something that's happening like in my life now and they're they're ministering to me you know Mm -hmm. and I think it's there's just something really special about like even though I'm the leader people they can still minister to me and yeah, so that's really good yeah and within this last year that you've been on leadership and that we've had the school of ministry celebration college back up and running um you've been attending that ever mm-hmm. since it started and yeah. um you were on staff I don't remember when we started that as of like right now like a year ago school of ministry a year and a half I think we're on our second Last school August. year, right? Yeah. So about a year and a half ago, and you had started that, and eventually be, through that, you had done homiletics, which is the um, study of the practice of putting together a sermon and delivering it, for those who don't know what that is. Um, and then you had put together a sermon, delivered it, and then Pastor Keenan had decided that he wanted to put together a panel of women to do a preaching preach-a-thon type thing it was a five minutes each it was Mm -hmm. rapid fire all women from the school and you were one of those women so maybe talk about how just kind of at first about how you went from like hardly ever attending church to now learning about how to put together a sermon and then delivering that sermon in young adults Mm -hmm. for that first time oh gosh I feel like I keep saying this, but in each thing that God like calls me to or any kind of opportunity that God has put in front of me, I'm a nervous wreck for Mm -hmm. each and every single one of those. But I, it's times like that, that I look back on like, man, I really, I really got up in front of all those people and preached because just a year and a half before this I was scared to even walk through the doors Mm -hmm. so it's just crazy to see like how far like God has brought me and it's those times that I like just see like how good he is and how faithful he is of like where he has brought me um and the cool thing about that is all you really had to do was say yes like you had to say yes to come to church to go to young adults and to keep coming and then you didn't apply for your job on staff you just had to say yes when pastor Krista mostly had pushed that on you and then say yes to being a small group leader, say yes to being on leadership, say yes to doing the school, Yeah. say yes to preaching in the homiletics, say yeah. yes to that. And it's like, all God really needs is your yes. You're, yeah. And I think that you're such a cool example of that because you haven't done anything else. Like you mm-hmm. haven't been traveling around and speaking. You haven't no. been pushing it. You haven't been, you know, trying to do that outside of this. All you right. do is say yes to the moments that, like he, the things he's put right in front of you, which yeah, is really for cool. Sure. And it's crazy because it, it's only been three years yeah, since I've even just attended Celebration Church. And if you really want to say it's only been like a year and a half since I've like really 
like really like dug into what he is asking me to do Mm -hmm. and it but it feels like I've been doing this forever yeah so yeah and then on preparing that message kind of what was going through your mind like were you thinking like I can't do this or like how am I gonna be able to do this and then that moment when it obviously went really well and Pastor Keenan loved your message and thought it was really good also Pastor Brandon um but then Pastor Keenan asking you to then bring it in front of the young adults like that's a whole other thing yeah because preparing the message for the class, it was just in front of the class. So I was nervous. But even just in preparing for the message, I I was like, I can't do this. I didn't feel like smart enough because I was like, I just, I can't put this together. Like it doesn't make sense in my head. I don't know how to get my thoughts on to paper, like in, in a sermon. So I, I was just like, I wanted to give up. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't want to do this. But I pushed through and I asked for help to kind of people that have done it before to help me kind of put it together. And I would, you know, let them know, like, my thoughts of where I was wanting to go. So they would kind of help me just, like, put it all together. Um, But then going from the class to preaching in front of young adults, I wanted to tell Pastor Keenan no. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to do that. But I said yes. And it was, I mean, it was worth it for sure. So. And then after that, we then had, so that was like December, I believe. It was December mm -hmm. of 21. Yeah. And then every 4th of July weekend, we have Young Communicator Weekend. And then you were asked again to speak. Mm -hmm. And this time it was Sunday morning. And this time your family came all the way from Odessa. (laughs) Shout out to Caitlin's family. Shout out to Caitlin's family. (laughs) They came all the way from Odessa to hear you speak. Pretty much all of your family yeah, my um, most of them. Yeah, yeah, most of your immediate family was here. And um, I just want to hear about that full circle moment of like being on the stage in this place where you just three years ago, not even two and a half years ago, had walked into for the first time. Mm-hmm. Now you're on the stage. Now you're speaking um, once again on Pastor Keenan's um, request. And this is a, this is a different message. So you're mm-hmm. now preparing your second message. Yeah. And then your family is sitting there listening to you. So I just want to know kind of what your thoughts are from basically just being like a normal church attendee to now you're witnessing to all these people. Yeah. So preparing the message the second time was easier. It still wasn't, I still didn't feel like I was like maybe equipped to actually do it, but it was easier because I had preached before. So it's like, I knew like what I needed to do, but it was mm-hmm. just putting the right words to that. Um, so it definitely was easier And preaching in front of all the people on Sunday morning. Um, for some mm-hmm. reason this time I was, I mean, I was still nervous, but I was less nervous to preach in front of them. Um, but specifically in front of my family, I would go home, like when I would go home, I would talk to them about church and, you know, they would ask me questions about church and like how it's going and stuff like that. But they never really like witnessed me being in, Mm -hmm. in it. And so I think it was a really cool moment for them to actually see like what was happening, like where I live. Yeah. Instead of me just like talking to them about it, they actually like saw it. Mm -hmm. And many of them, you know, told me afterwards, like, you know, I really loved seeing you up there. 
And then, of course, like, they knew me when I was younger. Yeah. They knew how shy I was, how introverted I was. I did not like public speaking. I still don't love it, but, you know, I say yes to the opportunities. Um, And so it's just really cool for them to get to see, like, the growth that that has happened. So with that, if there was one piece of advice that you could give to someone who's really wanting to, like, be plugged in and get involved and could maybe look at you and your journey and be like, yeah, that's what I want to do. Like, what would you tell them to do? Maybe a couple steps mm-hmm. or a piece of advice. I would just tell them to just say yes to any opportunity that comes. Um, you don't know what is on the other side of your yes. And saying yes doesn't mean that you already have everything figured out or that you're super, you feel like you're super prepared for it you know, say yes, even though you might be scared and even though you might fear what is on the other side of that yes. That's good. And I guess, would you encourage people to serve and to go to small group? Like maybe just for a little bit, talk about serving and going to small group specifically and how that helped you get plugged in. Yeah, I definitely encourage everyone to start serving um, in church Either, you know, if they go to young adults or just Celebration Church, I encourage them to just start serving. Um, Not only does serving help the people that you're serving, but it also helps you, you know, Mm -hmm. it it gets you to look inward of of just really giving. And we're I mean, we're called to love and we're called to love people. And so giving is an act of love, giving to them. And so um, I would definitely encourage people to to serve yeah for sure and it's a thing it's like we say this often around here but it's because it's so true that when you're serving you're not only like doing that and you're helping others and you're helping yourself and you're feeling good and other people are being touched and you're loving people but also like the people that you're serving alongside are going to become your closest friends are going to become people that you end up seeing two or three times a week because Mm -hmm. you're serving together I know there have been times where some of us were serving in so many different departments. We'd see each other almost every day mm-hmm. because it's like, where do you want us to serve? Right. We're there. And so we'd be, you'll be seeing people at college. You'll be seeing people on Wednesdays for your small group. You'll be yeah, seeing people sure. on Thursdays for young adults and then on Sunday for church. And how do those people not become your closest friends? Right. Like I how mean, does that, how do those relationships not build? Right. I mean, the only friendships that I have are the people that I serve alongside with mm-hmm. and they're, I mean, my greatest friends, you know, they're there to support you, to encourage you and to just really be there for you. Um, And also you've said something about people like serving alongside with them, but then you see them at college or you see Mm -hmm. them at school. There's a lot of girls that come to young adults and like that are um, in my small group that actually have because of the small group and because of young adults have been become friends like in their classes oh, because wow. they might, nice. they share a major. Yeah. And so you just, there's all those tiny connections that can bring people together and you, you don't ever know absolutely who, what friend you could find by just serving absolutely. or going to a small group and just yeah. getting plugged in and getting involved. Yeah. That's really good. So on that, you can sign up for our dream team Yes. or for, you can check out our small groups on celebration church live dot com yeah um you can find us on instagram and facebook at celebration church live and you can send us a message on there if you have 
a prayer request, if you want to know more about serving, if you want to know um, more about our small groups, just email us or send us a message there, or you can email us at celebrationchurchlive.com. And we will see you guys on Sundays at 9.30 or 11, or at Young Adults on Thursdays at 7.30. Yep. Thank you for joining us today, Caitlin. And we're out. Bye. Thank you.